0: because we are professional
1: we are committed to this we are and i'm definitely not just you know trying to cash out (laughs) i'm I'm done i'm 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 done i'm i'm tired i I feel like i've built this empire and i'm ready for somebody to come and buy it off of me and to take the reins yeah yeah Yeah. feed me This is episode number 122 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. Thank you so much for downloading us, for tuning in, for listening, however you are uh, listening to us. Uh, My name is Cole Ross, and I am your host, and I am joined via Skype today by... Ben Merkel. Hey, Ben. Thank you so much. Hey. Yeah. 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 Don't mention it. Yeah. Don't mention it. I won't. I won't mention it anymore. I I wanted to mention it that one time. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So uh, what's happening here today, uh, the others could not join us, so it'll just be the two of us just just talking mano a mano, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, which doesn't make any sense. That's Spanish for hand-to-hand. We're going to be working this. We're just going to be working out our frustrations on each other, I guess. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. But we're also going to be talking on the quick hits uh, about uh, the cancellation of Mega Man Legends 3, which is an issue that's near and dear to my heart. I uh, also be talking about the new humble indie bundle i was playing a little bit of it earlier Ooh. Oh, spoiler spoiler so yeah no a spoilers for like 20 minutes from now so uh-oh <laughs> um and then uh we're going to talk about what we have been playing um i've been playing more old games which i'm sure is just delightful for you if you're listening um and uh, uh we're gonna round it out with uh with a wild card how about that how about a wild card
0: yeah, yeah wild cards it. are nice yeah yeah
1: i'm gonna be ace can i be ace
0: you want to be ace ace is wild
1: yeah i'm gonna be ace of diamonds
0: why diamonds
1: because uh, i am uh rich um, i can't even fool you i'm sorry now
0: i was gonna say i was gonna surprise if you can make that with a straight face
1: <laughs> okay so we're gonna take a brief little music break and we're gonna come back on the other side with uh, the quick hits Now it's time for the quick hits where we talk about news stories things that are happening in the world of the Vidja games um, and i set an arbitrary time limit to make sure that uh, the hits are suitably quick so we're going to hear a brief little sound effect and then we're going to start the news stories now
0: i'd like to make a point first yes if it were an arbitrary time limit then it could be like hours long and it wouldn't be that quick
1: (laughs) arbitrary within the confines of one to one to six minutes all right i like that then there's no such thing as a truly random number you should know that i guess at least in computer constructs and this 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 timer has it has three buttons um minute and second up and down um it's also a meat thermometer which which is nice wow yeah i know
0: are you using both functions while we do this?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've got the foreman on. It's a very, I have a very good microphone. It isolates the sound, so you can't hear the, uh, you can't hear the chicken breast cooking. The sizzling. Sizzling, just, just sizzling, just the, the juices flowing. Capcom has issued a statement saying that they have ceased development on Mega Man Legends 3 for the 3DS. And FAQ stated, "Unfortunately, it was not felt that Mega Man Legends uh, that the Mega Man Legends 3 project met the criteria to go into full production." A marketing director at Capcom Europe stated that the cancellation had to do with the lack of community participation in the game's quote dev room forums, where uh, Capcom was opening itself up to suggestions from the community to uh, uh for, for features and design elements for the game now shortly after the announcement an activist group named 100 000 strong for bringing back mega Man legends 3 popped up on Twitter and Facebook um, as of this broadcast or at least when I wrote these notes they have thirty-one thousand two hundred and twenty-nine likes on Facebook uh, the, the 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 whole ball got rolling a couple of days ago so they've got a they've got a little bit of time to, to cross that gulf, but yeah mega man Legends three uh, it's it 's one that i don 't know um, is as widely uh, known as as a as a good game, uh, especially with how Mega Man games have tended to be oversaturated in the past i 'm going to put four minutes on the clock, and uh, here we go
0: okay i have uh, I have one point and then a one kind of open question okay. The point is I think I have two friends that'll be disappointed by this you and Brian
1: Perk oh yeah per- which yeah go ahead no i was gonna say perks so you see he seems like the kind of guy who would really be into that
0: yeah he he has a soft spot in his heart for Mega Man, but uh so but my point with that is i'm not really sure how many people are going to be disappointed with it i i mean i for one don't have a lot of nostalgic games back from the super nintendo and nintendo eras so actually this was playstation one are you serious yeah oh okay then i'm way out of my element
1: <laughs> donnie uh yeah it's uh um it was a, it was a 3d it was the first 3d mega man game um oh. it was like a it, it was really kind of revolutionary for, re- revolutionary for its time because it was doing 3d shooting and platforming and it had like rpg elements too um, uh yeah it was it was a really really neat game, and actually had characters and terrible voice acting and and all of that um as sta-
0: was. staples of the playstation one <laughs>
1: <laughs> my thoughts exactly so was that what was your open question
0: my question that? was how what what's the, what's the criteria for an activist group? Because it's like, (laughs) like bringing back a video game doesn't really seem like a, a giant problem, you know, or, you know, like doesn't seem like they're solving a giant problem that the world is facing.
1: Yeah. We're trying to see if we can get some people in, uh, some people in Egypt to, you know, do a sympathy protest for us, yeah. but should
0: have an hour of silence for Mega Man Three. Yeah, for, for
1: Mega Man <laughs> Three less.
0: hours of science, silence.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's it's weird if this if this didn't like come hot on the heels of like they canceled the uh, the Mega Man MMO Mega Man Universe, which I didn't know was a thing, but they canceled that. Um, and, uh, it, it also comes kind of on, on the heels of, uh, 3DS sales, not being exactly that hot and, um, just in general, that kind of thing. I, question one is why this had to be for the 3DS, uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there was nothing about the game that wouldn't have done well on like a PSN or Xbox live arcade. Um, and just, just why would they cancel this one when for the past, Hmm, I'd say fifteen years they've been putting out something on the order of I'd say fifteen Mega Man games a year. That seems like a lot. According to Capcom's data, um the uh, the, the launch the game launched originally in nineteen eighty seven and there are one hundred and twenty eight Mega Man games. hundred and twenty eight Mega Man games? Yes, sir. Hundred and twenty eight. So why would they why would they cancel that? <laughs> this one after all that especially one that has so much goodwill from the people who are definitely going to go buy it i mean i understand that this is a business and you know even if they get a hundred thousand of these quote-unquote activists um of which i'm one i actually press like on something on facebook which i never ever ever do um, i don't even own a 3ds that shows you how much i how much i i'm throwing my back into this um yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense it doesn't add up
0: yeah Maybe there's full frontal nudity in the game, and they just had to stop it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, could, they didn't want to make the changes. They felt like it would have compromised their artistic integrity. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, man. Rockman, indeed.
0: This brings us to our second story. It's, it's a podcast of threes tonight, I tell you what. Thanks. Because speaking of threes, Humble Indie Bundle 3 is already out. Um, we hadn't even covered this. I guess we took a week off last week. So maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's on us.
1: I wasn't aware of it until this afternoon.
0: Okay. So... The new Humble Indie Bundles out. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of this at all, we've talked about this the first two on our podcast. But it's, uh, it's a it's it's a bundle of indie games, and uh, and they're humble. <laughs> it's a it's a pay however much you want. So it's similar to uh, the first the Radiohead CD in Rainbows. You can pay however you much you want for these five games, and you can choose where the money goes to. So you can choose how much of it goes to uh, the game developers, how much of it goes to a charity. Um, Typically, do they offer one or two charities, maybe? Uh,
1: there are two. There's Child's Play, which uh, is to give video games to sick children. Yeah. Um, and the other one is the Electronic Frontier Foundation, which is um, kind of an industry advocacy group.
0: Yep. And then I think the other option is you can choose how much goes to the website itself yeah. that is hosting this. Um, and so so each time they offer five games in the past, they've had really good deals. They had World of Goo for their first uh, indie bundle. Mm-hmm. For the second one, I think the they had Braid was their, their main one, but they also had uh, Machinarium, yeah, yeah, which is uh, one of your favorites for sure. Definitely. Um, so let me say what the lineup is for this one. There's Crown Physics, which is a 2D physics puzzle slash sandbox game. Um, I think I had briefly heard about this. Yeah. There's uh, COGS, which is a 3D contraption puzzle game. Um, and now this one I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this one right But I'll say it There's VVVVVV Which is a very difficult platforming game As well as a very difficult game to talk about
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think it's just called Down But uh, Yeah, because the arrow's pointing down You
0: see, The, the V's are down arrows yeah. Not V's I see <laughs> So the game's called Down then and it's I, a diff- I
1: think I, I, may, I may just be talking out of my ass but
0: Alright, either way We'll we'll call it one of those things. Yeah. And then there's a game called Hammer Fight and a game called And Yet It Moves mm-hmm. and And Yet It Moves is a 2D physics based platforming game. Um. So about the lineup, I think the only game I had heard about before before reading about this was the Crown's Physics game.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna put four minutes on the clock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Crayon Physics is a really classic one. You may have heard me talk about it a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's neat. You you use your mouse cursor to uh, draw lines with crayons, and those lines become like physical objects. And you're trying to get a ball from uh, from its starting point to a uh, to a to to a star. Yep. Yeah, I it's... I messed around with these a little bit um, uh, this afternoon after I downloaded it and before the and before the show. Not enough to like put it into, into a what you've been playing, but it's I I had never actually played down or v, um before and uh, and yet it moves i i had heard of that but i hadn't and and they're really good the the thing that really kind of sticks out obviously you should do this because there's literally no reason not to um you know just just get some games get get games get those games <laughs> um but this one kind of i think lacks the 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 big headline marquee title like you said the world's your worlds of goo your braids <laughs> Um, and uh, I'm just, I'm just wondering, uh, kind of, kind of, what gives?
0: Um, yeah, for some reason, I was expecting, uh, and I forget the name of this game. It's the one that's all black and white, and you play a kid, and it talks about suicide. Limbo. Limbo. Yeah, I thought, I thought for sure that Limbo was going to be the headliner for Indie Bundle, the third Indie Bundle.
1: Well, it, it was, it was Xbox 360 exclusive up for, for a while, um, and then it actually just came out on PSN. So I'm, I'm thinking they wanted to and it also came out on steam too i think i'm thinking the developers want to see if they can get people to pay full price on it more i wouldn't be surprised if we saw it uh, a little bit down the line and okay. something like this
0: oh, so it's not even out for pc then
1: it's uh, I, I think it just came out like literally so
0: okay okay yeah. and know that's see.
1: that's a fantastic game too and I I feel kind of douchey saying saying that like saying like what gives none of these games are really great obviously you know V is really heavily really heavily regarded whatever it is I don't know uh, but uh, I don't know I'm I'm going to enjoy them it's just it's just good you know, to support things <laughs> I like to stand for things sometimes you know
0: i'm for things i <laughs> i'm not against things no right no
1: I, I i i i i've made that very clear in the past
0: i'm vehemently for things <laughs> yeah
1: i don't know i just think it's neat that there's the collective goodwill to do this you know these these companies are willing to basically give their stuff away um they've sold i think as of yet i mean and this has only been up for about six hours they've sold about uh 50, bundles right now well wow. um the top donators i mean notch Threw in like two thousand uh, dollars. The the developer behind Minecraft, a bunch of people throwing in a, a a lot. There's there there's two weeks left on it, uh, so you have time to go after it. Uh, and of course, it activates on Steam, um, and you can you know download the files themselves. And it's compatible with literally everything, which is another another great <laughs> another great reminder you know that that Mac gaming is here to stay because uh, because people are supporting it, and I can you know get plenty of games that you know work on my machine of choice yeah yeah do it dummy,
0: yeah, I'll probably build up enough guilt to get it in a week <laughs> or two,
1: okay, that's what it is mean. every little bit helps
0: I'd like yeah, I mean, I'll probably wait until next week to hear how some of the games are from you, but yeah cool, and that's... way to way to not advertise it or not not let me know at least that it was coming.
1: <laughs> I only ever see it on the blogs, I only ever see it on the blogs. Yeah. I, 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 it would make sense that they would do an email blast because if somebody has bought a bundle before, they obviously would be uh,
0: probably willing to do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we are out of time. Now, Nintendo's Wii U will not be able to play GameCube discs, but all hope is not lost. During an interview with a website called Nintendo Gal, a Nintendo marketing representative said, "Quote: GameCube discs will not be compatible with Wii U, but a number of the games that were playable on GameCube can be downloaded from WiiWare. WiiWare being uh, Nintendo's digital distribution platform for the uh, for the for the Wii." Uh, in general now joystick.com contacted nintendo for clarification on this and nintendo went on the record saying quote as correctly stated wii u will not play nintendo gamecube discs however nintendo has not made any announcements regarding downloadable content i'm going to put another four minutes on the clock here uh i, I think that it's telling that they didn't just give the uh the usual uh um nintendo does not speculate about uh or comment on rumors and speculation yeah. You know, that's that's I think I think that means something and Nintendo has shown that they're very very willing to resell you games that you've already bought.
0: <laughs> yep, I guess so. <laughs> How do you feel about that?
1: I think it's a good strategy. Um I I I kind of wish that Sony would take uh would take a cue from that and um start selling PS2 games on the PSN network, honestly. They might be doing it uh with the uh PS Vita especially if the you know the big selling point on the PlayStation uh games that they sell is that they uh play on the PSP and with the PS Vita you know you might be able to play PS2 games on it and everybody will be you know happy i like that games remain uh, available i have you know in in the past couple weeks i've started you know kind of looking to reconnect with older games and some of the ones that i really want to play like mega man legends 2 uh are very, very expensive, and you know making these games available to all, especially you know gameCube games and things like that uh it can only be good for people,
0: yeah, it definitely brings down the price
1: it does <sighs> you know it makes it it makes it ubiquitous it makes it all you have to do is just have enough space on the hard drive, you know
0: oh, I was gonna say like how much more well. What were you gonna say? <laughs>
1: um, I, I don't I don't know what I was gonna say. I'd be interested to see what the pricing would be um, mm-hmm. if it if it holds. I, I'd be interested to see if they drop the price on the previous ones. They probably will not. Um, their model right now is five dollars for an NES game, eight dollars for uh, for a Super Nintendo game, and ten dollars for a Nintendo sixty four game. Um, mm. I would be very surprised if they did drop it. It's more likely that they will do like fifteen dollars for a GameCube game yeah which you know depending on what it is that you know might be end up being a good deal I mean Mario Kart that still goes for $25 if you can find it used at a uh, at a uh, relatively wide known video game establishment so yeah.
0: Resident Evil 4 in case you haven't played that yet
1: in case you haven't played it in one of the 16,000 releases that it's put out (laughs) yeah they just announced that that's coming out on uh, PSN and Xbox 360 in September so Uh, really have have fun (laughs) have fun playing that again (laughs) it's gonna be in high def which is good although the Wii version is the best Um, in my in my humble opinion it's got the it's got the graphics of the GameCube uh, version with the uh, extras extras from the PlayStation 2 uh, version so
0: yeah but the controls are were, were very tough for me. I guess.
1: Yeah, I suppose. I got I, I got used to it pretty quick, but that's just yeah. me. But, but yeah, it's 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 good. What, what was your question going to be?
0: So, what do you like? How do you feel about this? Do you think that the the future of this is going to be that with each console you're going to have to rebuy all the games that you enjoy? God, I hope not. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> I. I I would never be the person who would make the mistake of calling PC gaming uh, consumer friendly, um, or at least user friendly. Let's 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 say it that way. But in the past couple of years, especially with Steam, it's become where this is your big. You know, a library where you can just you know download download whatever you have. If you upgrade your computer, you just go and re-download it. I wish that there was some kind of permanent license that you could have with the console maker, especially if they're the publisher. You know, I mean, you know, Nintendo is kind of a special case because they publish most of the games that people want to buy. So you know, if you just have your token, but the problem is Sony or sorry, Nintendo is not going to do anything that will not make them money. Yeah. And you know. They're gonna make it as easy as possible for you to buy Mario again. Yeah, says the man with, you know, several virtual console games. But
0: well, you make a good you make a bit good point bringing up the PC issue because it seems that like that's the future of computing is that none of none of the stuff that you want to access is actually going to be on your computer. It's just going to be on the cloud, you know. And so it's mm-hmm. like, it seems like that should should be the logical direction of gaming as well. But yeah. Is
1: no, no, that's one of the things where Steam is definitely um, on point, and uh, also uh, iTunes. You know, every every single um iOS game I've ever purchased is just flagged in my account, and I don't have to repurchase it. I just go in and I press re download and it syncs. And with the advent of iCloud, all I really have to do is enter my username and it will automatically go down to my uh, iOS device. And you know what? Hey, why not? My save games, too. That's Th- pretty cool. That's just how friendly they are, and uh. That's one of the things I really hope in this next, uh, in this next, in this next console generation, they they really get that on point. At least cloud saving, give me that. Just give me cloud saving. I don't <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about my Mass Effect Two save. I really. do. Yeah.
0: I'm sure that's something you lose sleep over too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you, you want to hear something ridiculous? Sure. I uh, I copied my Mass Effect Two save onto a USB drive. Uh huh.
0: Did you did it's, you buy a USB drive specifically for this and I, then put it like in a safety
1: deposit box? I repurposed an old one um, <laughs> and it's it's at my parents' house. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I'm not surprised. At all. OK,
1: OK. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be I'm going to be so ready for it. <laughs> I am insane. OK. Now it's time to talk about what we've been playing. Hey, Ben, what you been playing?
0: See, normally it's a very personal question when you ask, but since it's just the
1: two of us... We can just just come clean. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I like like the amount of faith that you have in our listener numbers, since it's just the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: um, yeah, honestly, this last week I've been playing fill out as many job applications as possible. So... um, the only thing that I can make mention of is just been playing Modern Warfare 2, yeah, which is you know my staple go-to game. Yeah, it's and you know I I mean what more can I say about it that I've already said? It's a fantastic game. the The multiplayer is crazy balanced and it's it's very nice. Um, and it's a good party game. Like you can play it with like four or five people and just trade off rounds, and it's enjoyable just to even watch a person play and you know yeah. be excited with that.
1: It's the uh, it's the dorm room effect,
0: pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
1: you know, it's just so you can just chill, right?
0: Yeah, when you want to bro out,
1: you know. <laughs> Dude, Cr- what's what? what crack what,
0: what, open a natty light, crack, bro out. Crack,
1: crack open a natty light. uh Talk about the talk about the uh, periodic table of elements, specifically bromide. <laughs> okay. um <laughs> so uh here's a question um as as time goes on i'm always interested to hear about the uh the kind of uh um ecosystem that is maintained around these games i mean are you finding that there are less people active at any given time and how many of those people are just crazy hacking
0: um yeah i haven't run into any problems with the hacking there was there was like a, a brief like half a month spell where like for some reason – and I think we did a news report on it where it's like the that game got hacked for some reason. And so every map you'd play, there'd be somebody who would like headshot everybody from across the map. And so that was very frustrating for a while, but I haven't noticed that in, in months and months. Okay. So um, that's not a problem. I mean I really can't tell that big of a difference from – from when the game first started either mm-hmm. like it's the same sort of difficulty curve pretty much and it's the same uh speed of you know from turning on your to ps3 to playing the game so yeah. there's not there's not been a a significant change that i've noticed
1: okay so. well uh last week we, we finished up we finished up shadow of the colossus
0: oh yeah yeah we, we sh- did we, I, we could, I could start that, and we could segue into yours. Then.
1: Well, uh, I also want to want to hear your thoughts on the Catherine demo because I know that you, uh, I know that you played that.
0: Too. I did play that. That I guess, I guess we are covering two weeks of games instead yes. of. Week. Goodness. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I played the Catherine demo, and I played the Duke Nukem. What is Duke Nukem Forever demo? Oh that? no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's. Well, let me get that one out of the way first. Okay. All right. It's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> bad, like, as in completely rad? or
0: Like, it's kind of like, it's like jokes where it's like, it's like the same jokes as probably the original Duke nu- Nukem games. And I guess that's the problem. Because, like, when I played the last ones, I was in, like, second or third grade. And I was like, oh, this is great. You can, yeah. Yeah, he's talking about kicking ass. Or you can go to a strip club, whatever. You know, like, that was really funny for me then. Now, it's just like, it's just a waste of time, essentially.
1: Do, do you want to know? Like, I, I've thought about this a lot, especially kind of in the in the aftermath, where people kind of decided that the game wasn't very good. What made the the first one, I think, magical for a lot of people was the fact that Duke Nukem wasn't ever was what was what wasn't always talking. You okay. Know? I, I just, just kind of like there was there was a scarcity to it, right? He had a couple of lines, not like a lot. But the problem is with unlimited disk space and you know just kind of the 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 free license to kind of say, "Hey, Duke Nukem, do you remember?" Um, they they kind of uh, you know feel free to make it so that he never shuts the hell up. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just a bad game, man. Yeah, I. Just... <laughs> yeah, I did. I don't. I did not even make it through the entire demo. I <laughs> I made it about halfway through, I imagine, and i was like okay i I don't need to play this anymore so
1: it's it's weird because i'm 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 nearly impossible to offend but like 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 misogyny doesn't really hold that much truck with me and just yeah. kind of like machismo and all that it's just kind of like eh, you have a multiplayer mode where it's capture the babe and you like she's spazzing out because you're carrying her in like a fireman's carry and then you smack her in the butt to keep her to keep her calm it's like eh, no i kind of I'm I'm ideologically opposed to that, as douchey as that sounds. So
0: No, I understand. Yeah, understood. Yeah. Alright, so okay. moving on moving on from that. Uh I played the Catherine demo as well, and you talked about this I think two weeks ago. Yeah. Um it's very interesting experience. Um for those of you who have not heard of about this. It's a it's a Japanese game, I believe. Uh what's the name of the studio? Is it
1: it's Atlas. It's, 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 uh, it's developed internally by Atlas, uh, the same people who developed the persona games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so basically the game is about, you're, you're the, you're played as the main character. I don't know his name. Do you know it off? Vincent. Of the- Vincent. And it's about his relationship with his longtime girlfriend and then a new female character who's introduced named Catherine. They're, and, they're, both,
1: they're both named Catherine.
0: Uh, isn't it spelled differently for one or are they both the same
1: well one's with a k the other's with a c in the original japanese it was spelled the same because there's no difference between the 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 kanji for c and k Uh, okay
0: yeah and so the game kind of deals with your with how you maintain your relationship with your you know like with the long-term person and basically how you juggle the two around and so Uh, The demo – just from the demo, the only things you play is you you play the main sort of gameplay, which is this – a sort of tower climbing system. It's kind of hard to describe. Like block puzzle kind of thing. Yeah. you, You move blocks around and you have to try and climb up to the top of this almost tower babble sort of thing. And in the later levels, it gets more difficult by there being traps as you go and things chasing you. So you have to go at a certain speed. Um, but then outside of this, this main gameplay element, there's uh, there's scenes where you have to interact with either one of your two girlfriends via uh cell phone messages, similar to Grand Theft Auto, but a little bit more evolved where you, you choose what you say and you have like a, a wider choice of options, yeah, uh, like maybe three or four. But, um, and then all of those are supposed to kind of shape the evolution of the game and how, how things pan out. Yeah. So it was, it was a very interesting game. You know, like it's a very, it's very unique in the sense that I haven't seen anything exactly like any individual one of these games in another game. I mean, yeah. So it's a very, very interesting blend of, uh, experiences,
1: I mean, did the demo intrigue you? Do you want to do? I mean, would you want to check out more of it?
0: I don't know. Um, <laughs> it it would probably depend solely on the price that it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, if this were like ten or fifteen dollars, I might pick it up. But I, I guess I'm going to be kind of cheap on this one and Man. say if if it was any more than that, I I don't know if it interested me enough to to pick it up.
1: It so. comes it comes down to the value proposition. I'm holding it right now. Yeah. Um, I I I purchased it today, so, okay. um, and the sacrifices I make for you people, I could be playing <laughs> it now, but I'm not. So I'll put <laughs> I'll put it down. I got the I got the art book and the soundtrack too. The soundtrack is really really good.
0: Okay. Yeah. So now how far are you into it then?
1: I haven't I haven't put it in. I had too. Much uh. time. <laughs> I worked all day and I came home and did post production on another one of my shows, and then I and then I did pre pro for this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna um I have a date with Catherine tonight oh Uh -oh. you're supposed to ask which one um (laughs) so yeah both of them so i'll I'll give i'll give my impressions um on it i'm I'm gonna be writing a review for it so um i'll actually form a cogent thought about a game for once that's good (laughs) yeah
0: that'll top anything that i've ever said on this podcast so (laughs) that's fine um and so outside of, outside of that, um, we should talk about Shadow of the Colossus.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just kind of just kind of as a you know a bit of a retread. Um, yeah,
0: I th- we probably had a discussion long long time ago about how we had started this game, yeah. replaying it again. You, me, and Dennis, and um, we finally finished it last week. Was it last Wednesday or last Thursday?
1: Yeah, it was like last Friday, last Thursday, something like that. It was okay. last Thursday. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we had started when we started off. We had played through the first eight Colossi, and then this time we finished with the last eight Colossi.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Went by a lot faster than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at the clock, and like cumulative overall of it, we only put like five and a half hours in. Yeah. Um, which we knew the answers to most of the puzzles anyway. And most of it was just, uh, struggling to mechanically, uh, <laughs> kill the colossi, but yeah, me mostly, uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> all good.
0: Yeah. but yeah. What did you, what did you think playing it through, uh, you know, third or fourth time? Like,
1: I, th- I think for me, this is, this is like the seventh or eighth time I've beaten it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, and, and so, I mean, it's, it's definitely not, you know, new ground for me. Um, but it, all that i can think like like new thought wise i can't wait to see what they do with it in the uh, hd remix mm-hmm. coming out uh, this fall i believe just because um it really is starting to show its age performance wise mm-hmm. um and that's always one of those one of those problems with games going back is that you always remember them being much prettier much more unique much more involved um than they actually were. And, and that's why the updated re-releases are good because they put them out, um, and you play them the way that you remember they were essentially. Right. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. That was one thing I noticed as well is the graphics really did show their age. And it, and it's not like, it's, it's kind of harsh to say that they're not that not as great now. Cause they were great for their time. You know, yeah. it's just that the basis of comparison is, is getting stronger and stronger every year. So,
1: yeah. Uh-oh. And, yeah, and it's not it's not even that like any any given screenshot isn't beautiful because it is they make, you know, they made fantastic design choices. But the problem, the problem is that the performance hit, you know, it it, it genuinely affects your ability to play and enjoy the games at times mm-hmm. because, you know, when the frame rate dips, the responsivity of your controls dips. And if, you know, you're trying to time a jump um, and then, you know, things start chugging and you fall because of it that is not uh, a fun experience. It's not an optimal experience. And, uh, you know, kind of reoptimizing that for a modern system. I think it'll help people uh, enjoy the game more than if they, you know, even if they just picked it up for the first time now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I will. I'm very interested to see how, how the HD uh, remakes look. And that'll be nice too, to lead into uh, the last Guardian, whenever that comes out.
1: Whenever they decide to put that out.
0: 2025.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listening to a podcast. Uh, it's on the five by five network. It's called hypercritical. It's got a guy, it's got a guy on it, uh, his name. And it's, they talk about max stuff. So I, probably like 5% of the uh, population will, uh, uh, have any interest in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, his name's John Syracuse and he's talking about how he has repetitive stress injuries. He, you know, he codes all day and he has to really, he has to really, uh, meet out, the amount of time that it, that he spends, you know, using his hands, you know, he works all day at home and then he writes when he, you know, or he works all day at work and then he, you know, he writes when he gets home. And so he says, you know, I only have a couple of games that I can devote myself to any given year. So he played mm-hmm. Portal 2 earlier this year and he's saying, and I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to play anything else aside from Last Guardian when it comes out. And it's kind of like, oh God, dude, just play something else. Just don't count on that <laughs> being out ever. <laughs> so yep yeah i don't know it sounds like i'm down on it i really don't intend to sound like that it's it, it's still an amazing game and it has uh, there there's stuff even just talking with with you and dennis that we just don't you know you don't notice it on your own or you don't notice it on the first playthrough just uh even just looking up at the horizon and seeing like oh i was there earlier oh that's where i'm gonna be later you know Hmm. Yeah. that ending that ending god
0: that every end. every
1: time Every time I was
0: holding on to the stairs, man.
1: <laughs> oh man, time that, see how long we actually hold on.
0: Yeah. yeah, I I forget how long I held on the first time I played. I'm pretty sure I, I went through at least half of my stamina before I let go. It's,
1: it takes a while for your stamina to drop, too. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Shadow of the Colossus, any final thoughts? That's a good game. It it's is a, a good pre- game. Play it's it. It's a pretty game. I, yeah. I, I, I call it essential. I would call it an essential game. Sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you. Yeah. I. I, I <laughs> that's probably one of the least controversial stances I've ever taken on this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, so yeah. what? What have you been playing, Cole? Um, I have been playing, uh, not a lot. Um, in the past two weeks, um, played a little bit more Breath of Fire three, but to that, uh, I've beaten that to death uh have not i haven't beaten it but i've talked about it enough on the show so i will give that a break um and move on to some other stuff um as okay. far as recent things go um i i restarted explosion man okay yeah yeah I've, you, you know about this right Spl-
0: i do not Spl- okay explosion man i've heard of it but i don't know anything about it
1: yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a platformer made by twisted pixel um for the xbox 360 you play as a man who is made out of explosions um he's just okay. like a little fire dude looks like the human torch it's complete spaz you know he just you know runs around like a jim carrey character giggling and all that <laughs> trying to escape trying to escape from a lab you have uh four buttons that you can press all of which make you explode uh you can <sighs> you can explode three times in a row before you run out of explosions and you have to rest so you recover your explosions and and keep on jumping And uh, you run through these labs solving really difficult platforming puzzles at a really fast pace, blowing up scientists and uh, equipment and uh, trying to beat the levels as quickly as you can. (laughs) That
0: sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's great. Especially the blowing up scientists part.
1: <laughs> well, they're you know they're all like trying to kill you. You know they're using contraptions and stuff. It's and it's neat because when you when you when you blow them up, like it is not like a, a bloody explosion, but uh like like hams fall fall out, <laughs> like like cuts of meat, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's like, all people are made of, yeah, Made up yeah, of anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just like meat. Yeah, meat. Right. You know, <laughs> just meat and bones. Um, you can, <laughs> you can grab onto fat scientists, um, and use them as human shields and uh, when, when when you're holding on to a fat scientist the 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 regular soundtrack music fades out and there's a little song called everybody loves donuts has like it <laughs> has has like a ukulele going it's like everybody loves donuts you know it's true everybody loves donuts yeah, um, and you know they soak up bullets, so you can run past turrets and stuff. It's really neat. It's creative. I, I, I like it. It, it almost uh, it, it recaptures the feel of like old Sonic games a little bit because it is all about your momentum. Um, and you know, it's this kind of constant back and forth between like, I'm, I'm hauling ass because I know what I'm doing and I'm, you know, exploding off the of barrels and flying around and gibbering like an idiot. Like seriously, like one of his run, run, running animations. Like if you if you got a good clip going, he puts his arms straight out and, uh, he like acts like an airplane and he makes the airplane noise. He's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, he just like the animation, he's just such a constant ball of energy that, uh, that, that all that like, comes through and it's neat. Um and I'm and I'm playing that through again because Ms. Explosion Man just came out and I hear that that's good as well.
0: Cool. When did this game
1: come out? It was I believe in 2010. It it, it came out with the uh maybe 2009. I forget which one it was. It it was one of the Summer of Arcade uh bundles or some of our Summer of our Arcade games. Um now I'm going to have to take a look at that Explosion Man, two thousand nine. Okay,
0: I'm watching some gameplay footage of it now. It looks he definitely yeah he I agree with your assessment that he he reminds me of Jim Carrey as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's fun. It's it's a neat little game. I mean, I think I I got it I got it on sale uh, on on the Xbox Live Marketplace, but it's no more than ten bucks, and it's and it's worth at least that. So cool, cool. I, mean, I, I just I, I like those little games. I just you know i think that i always like to have at least one of those going in the background like just something that i can duck into for a couple for a couple levels i mean that you know super meat boy was was really in that same vein as well um just just a fun little action game that you can play for a while um with geometry wars that was another one Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. good stuff um the other one i've been playing if you don't have any further questions about that
0: uh i'm yeah i think i'm Okay, I found out everything I need to know about Explosion Man.
1: <laughs> That's the title of the book that uh, that way that we were, that we're writing.
0: <laughs> That's my memoir.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, the 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 other one that I've been playing is Final Fantasy XII. Oh, okay. Um, I have had a long and tortured relationship with Final Fantasy XII.
0: How many hours um, have you put
1: into it now? Um, I've put in fifteen hours to it.
0: Okay, how many how many characters have you played as as and died as?
1: <laughs> uh, played and died as?
0: <laughs> yeah, isn't this the one where? Like you play as like you start off thinking you're gonna play as one character and then he dies, and then you start playing as another character and then he dies and then you start off playing.
1: No, is- it has a prologue with uh, a character named Rex and then he he dies in the story and then you pick up as his little brother, who is actually not the main character of the story at all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and you actually just watch the, you you watch the the other main characters of the story actually do their thing. It's really narratively interesting, but the problem is I put fifteen hours into it. I bought it the very day it came out back in two thousand six, um, oh, yeah. so that's three hours per year roughly. <laughs> um, it's just like it's, it, it gets it gets its hooks into me for like a couple of a couple of hours, and then I just put it down and I never pick it back up. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if it's because like I. I I didn't get the story like it has a lot of really weird names in it and it's hard to follow it but I but I made a good faith effort I pulled up a wiki and I read a plot summary at least of of uh, you know to reorient myself cuz I haven't touched it for a year I played a scene and I realized oh my god this is Star Wars Oh really Yeah there, there there's there there's a rebellion there's an empire there's a character there the one there's a character he's a judge uh which is like the you know think think like Judge Dredd but he's Base, <laughs> you know, judge, jury, executioner, you know, uh, upholding yeah. the laws of the land. Um, supposed to be neutral, but they're siding with the empire. He's basically Darth Vader. Um, there's a princess who has been dethroned. There's a there's a lovable rogue and his non-human sidekick. Uh, it's Star Wars, and now that I have that as a frame of reference for how this is going to shake out, um, I think I might actually continue with it. Not because I really like Star Wars, but because I actually know what the narrative arc is now. Uh, okay. Yeah. I-
0: I was, I was like, I thought your reasons were going to be exactly because it's like Star Wars. <laughs> now I want to play it because it sounds like it's like Star
1: Wars. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just I, I didn't have a frame of reference for it. Just like I pick it up and it's like, okay, I kind of know what my immediate goal is, but there's no thrust in a story in a video game isn't so much about like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, what am I supposed to do next? Right?
0: all about the thrust dude
1: uh, yeah it's, it's it's about the impetus it's about the uh the the the, the momentum dude, do <laughs> i want to see this do i want to see what's coming up next and now i do
0: so question okay. how, how do the graphics hold up for it being five years old
1: um i had i, I basically had a fit about trying to get it to display in widescreen because it says it has a widescreen mode but it won't display in widescreen so that's,
0: that's just like shadow of the colossus i know that, right that yeah. fit about the progressive scan
1: yeah so so I've been playing it. I mean the the graphics have held up, um, because they had they didn't go for photorealism and they it's kind of like Shadow of the Colossus where the stylistic choices that they made really outweigh it. it has a really good uh color spectrum, really varied environments uh that I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um and the cinematics are okay. The only thing that's really weird is there's a lot of voice, but because it had to be put on one D V D, um, the voice is really compressed. Mm-hmm. And for and for me that's something where I can't unhear it once I hear it. Yeah. Like what compressed voice audio sounds like. So that's kind of a bummer, but uh, yeah, the graphics are good. All right, cool, yeah. cool. The battle system is one I've 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 really kind of taken a shine to it, as I have you know read more about it and the things that were not apparent based on what they presented to me, in the in the, in the tutorials are are coming to bear. This is the one that you do the gambits. Um, so basically, you set programs in to say, if ally is less than fifty percent health, use a potion or you know cast cure or cura. Um, if enemy is attacking leader use this if enemy is covered in oil use flame spell kind of thing and you pro- as you progress your characters you you know you purchase more gambit slots and you get a more granular focus on what they on what they end up doing in in combat so huh. while you're not controlling them directly you are kind of setting up the parameters for how they go about uh the fights
0: That sounds pretty cool Yeah
1: no, I mean, I'll I'll see how far I get into it. I, I hope to, you know, at least cover a little bit more ground because according to the fact that I'm looking at, I am no more than like an eighth of the way through the game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's a pretty long game. Yeah. We'll but see. but that's an interesting idea that instead of an upgrade system being like strength or quickness or whatever, you know, it's AI commands, you know?
1: Right. Well, and and there there is other stuff. Um, did you play Final Fantasy X and use the spirit grid? You did? Yeah. Okay. So you know how you can, you know, you choose like on this, you know, kind of board game like area, uh, like, okay, I'm going to go down this path and get these things. Yeah. This has something that's really similar to that. It's called the license board. Um, and it's, it's a grid. So you start out on a grid and the things that you can unlock are the, the, the kind of the abilities to use um different spells or different kinds of items so there's like swords one swords two swords three and you know you have to buy those swords to be able to use them but you can really kind of uh um, pick and choose what your character can and cannot have access to mm-hmm. and so you know they, they each kind of start with uh with with a tendency that they can go towards you know the 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 rogue guy he you know he uses guns and you know, your, your knight, he uses uh, swords, but you can take them in completely different directions, which is neat, you know. Very customizable. The, the, uh, the, the majority of the game is in the optional content, from what I understand. Like, most of the summon... Like all of the summon monsters that you get, they are, uh, you know, you have to you have to defeat them first. But I, th- I think that only four of them you get through the course of the main story. And there are, you know, one of them has like 15 million HP and takes like 12 hours to beat, And you have to go through this gigantic dungeon to get to them. It's basically, yeah. it, it, it it takes like MMO design concepts with like dungeon crawling and random drops and things like that. It yeah. kind of brings them down to the console in a way that's, you know, bearable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Even for somebody like me, who sometimes can be a completionist, that just seems too ridiculous to me. Because
1: just a little bit, but I,
0: I had a roommate who like did everything for Final Fantasy X. He had like all of his characters had all the Sphere Grid things unlocked. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that that sort of intensity. And uh, he was talking like there's one monster like that. It sounded like the one you described, where it has you know some ridiculous amount of HP, and so he just fought it for like two hours like <laughs> i i i am not that in- invested in final fantasy to do something like that
1: yeah neither am i to be entirely honest but i like knowing that that stuff is there yeah you know
0: if it were in knight's the old republic maybe yeah, yeah.
1: we we, we, all, we all have our obsessions uh, yeah that's suppose so and that's it for me um i'm gonna have Catherine to talk about next week but So, 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 Ben, what's on your mind?
0: Not much, man. I'm derailed. I, I have had no forethought for this. So Neither have I. I haven't prepared
1: anything. Did Talking just...
0: about intellectual things, I don't know. I'd, I'd talk about The Wire, but that,
1: yeah. we, we can't do that. You can't do that on here. No. I know. I'm sorry. That's
0: fine. <laughs> sorry <laughs> for even <laughs> approaching the subject.
1: No, that's fine. No, no. I, I hope you don't think that I, that I resent you being talk about The Wire guy.
0: No, I know, but I don't want to be talk about the wire guy. But
1: have you have you known talk about the wire guy? Ah, uh,
0: maybe. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a serious talk about the wire guy in my life yet. So.
1: Okay, okay. I, really, but I don't want to be that guy. Okay, no, no. I think you should own it. I mean, I'm I'm talking about Breaking Bad guy.
0: Yeah, kind of, but I mean, you don't always talk
1: about it. Right, right. I it's, don't. I don't. I don't know. It's 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 funny. Just just because you know that kind of thing can happen in games too. Mm-hmm. Like have you ever had somebody who won't who won't shut up about a particular game? It could be me. I don't I don't know, but
0: talking about Mass Effect too.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean that 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 that's that's what I'm thinking. But you know these kind of obsessions for what I, I, I think I think it's really it's it's really born out of a genuine sense of. It's really born out of a genuine sense of, like, I am doing you a favor by harping on you to experience this, right?
0: Well, that's the thing. That's what I feel like the difference is, is because, like, anytime you've talked about Mass Effect 2, it's been like, I really like this game. I can't wait for the next one to come out. It's never been like, you need to play this game. You know, or at least I haven't seen you, like, being evangelical with Mass Effect 2. (laughs) Whereas, like, every time I've name dropped the wire, it's been like, oh, yeah, you need to watch this show. Like, yeah. I don't
1: it's, know. It's, it's 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 weird because I mean th- there is that friction, like mm. <laughs> with Breaking Bad. I, I mean I, I mean I may not have done it to 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 you, but to my step to my stepfather, um, who really likes t- uh, TV shows. I have I've talked to him and said, hey, you know you you should really watch this. And and he he says I just really don't have room in in my in my life for a new TV show. And it's kind of and then, like in a weird way I can kind of get that. It's kind of like well, you know, just like it's th- th- think about the time and think about you know, well, not even just the time, but just kind of like your ability to care to get invested in another, in another game or another series, right? Mm. I, I I don't know. There, there there's a lot of care that has to go into it. And I don't mean, like care, like you know, sitting down and hand painting like a scale model of the Vatican. I mean, care isn't like, do I give a shit about what's happening in this yeah. in this game, or do I give a shit about caring about it? I have somebody, and I you know, I know somebody at work who talks to me about monster hunter all the time. He says it's the greatest thing ever. You should really, you should really play it. But just kind of like, even if I would, you know, like, like it, I, I, I don't want to fall down that hole. You know, I don't have the,
0: what is monster hunter?
1: It's a, it's, it's an action role-playing game for the uh, PSP. It's big um, over in Japan because they, because everybody rides public transit there. They, 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 they do like ad hoc multiplayer.
0: Okay, so you can just play multiplayer with someone sitting next to you.
1: Yeah. Did you ever uh play or hear of uh Fantasy Star online? No. No I
0: haven't heard they're... or played it.
1: Oh okay. I'm surprised. Wow. Um no, it's very similar to that in that it's very uh think think Diablo esque in, in that you kind of you know go into a level that's multiplayer and that like hey, the two of us will go do this dungeon thing, but you can quit if you want to, that's fine. Then they then they go on their business. Yeah. But uh but yeah, that's uh that, that, that is something. Evangelism. In games or about games, it's
0: what game? What game have you been most evangelical about?
1: Mass Effect. Honestly, I mean, I know that we keep on going back to it. Um, one thing, like just Rock Band, I would say, an, you know, another one that I've, I, I, I have said, I, I think that that's more that that one might be marginally more obnoxious because if you haven't, you know, played Rock Band or you don't have a, uh, that's not a part of your life. Um, you know, to, to have a plastic drum set, um, or keyboard or guitar, um, you're really not going to play and you probably won't benefit from it. But, Mm -hmm. uh, for a period of time there where that really was kind of taking up a lot of my life, um, I was, you know, kind of, I think trying to tell people to play rock band when they really wouldn't have benefited from it because, you know, I'll play rock band alone. I do most of the time, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. How about you?
0: maybe portal 2 or in the recent history at least because i not only have i told people to play it but i think i've seen four or five or six people beat it in my living
1: room so did you have like weapons pointed at them while they did it no <laughs> no <laughs> were they playing for their freedom ben <laughs> yeah
0: no many of them would have died if they did <laughs> no no it was no but i mean it was i guess i'm a, a portal 2 enabler maybe not a pusher oh, okay. but oh definitely an enabler
1: you know what? how about how about uh, silent hill
0: i don't think I, I don't think I've really told people to play that game, no. yeah.
1: I, the, the, something that's a common thread on the show here is 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 kind of my tacit um, understanding and implication that Silent Hill, at least two, possibly three are some of the best games of all time, but there I, I can't think of another game that might be more like the, you're you either really going to like this or it's just not going to be like for you at all and I...
0: I've told people to play like half-life two and half-life two episode two and episode three or episode one and episode two, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that whole series.
1: Yeah. But I just, half-life is one of those ones that I really can't see somebody not liking it. Right. I don't Maybe. know be, 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 oh. because i be, implicit in evangelism is the idea that you are putting, uh, trying to get somebody to take their medicine, you know? Yeah. I, I think about that, you know, either come to Jesus or come to Omar or, or, or any of that, or come to Gordon Freeman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come, come to come to Walter White. Right. Um, <laughs> both of them are very similar, actually. Um, <laughs> look similar anyway, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, and it's one of the things where we're, we're in a particular, you know, position where we talk about things that we like and, you know, the, the, the hopefully our taste in games as you know, podcasters, if we do have an audience, you know, people are listening to us. And I I, I hope that that doesn't come across as like increasingly uh, douchey. But, uh, you know, we're, we're in a position to talk about games to more people than just, the you know, each other or the people that we immediately influence. So, you know, maybe there's a certain amount of evangelism that comes with that. Perhaps. Perhaps. We're talking about very heady concepts here. <laughs> do we have any final thoughts on evangelism?
0: Uh, in general or evangelism of video games?
1: Evangelisms and video games. I, I, I'm, sure right. that, I'm sure they both have plenty of thoughts, but...
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's it's an interesting concept because it's so much different from regular evangelism. Because, like, I don't care about evangelism and video games one way or another. Like
1: Yeah, so, like, it doesn't affect me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not implicit judgment with uh, evangelism of video games. Yeah, so, yeah. It's or exactly. underlying judgment, at least. Yeah.
1: But you will go to hell if you've never played Super Metroid, so... Uh oh. <laughs> Time to
0: break out the Super Nintendo? Yes. Alright.
1: <laughs> the Mega Game Box? <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. So that was episode number 122 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, your homework. Your homework for this week is to tell your friends about the show, especially if they are of the video ga- video gaming sort. Uh, uh, if they're not of the video gaming sort, you can tell them about DuckFeed.tv, which is the, the website slash network where all of this uh, content gets put out. We're adding uh, specifically... two days ago if you're listening to this we just added another show it's going to be kind of a general interest kind of thing uh it's not produced by me but it has been curated by me and selected to be uh, a part of the network so hopefully you will enjoy it um and also you can go to our itunes listing and leave us a review a rating if you will any of those things those are all synonyms right yeah cinnabon um, let me let me let me see if we had any any reviews here because I haven't checked in a couple days, and I always check. Nope, none. So get on that, please. Um, it really does help uh, not only our egos but also um, but also the show's ranking in iTunes. I'm still waiting for at least one time to get on the uh, new and noteworthy section. So <laughs> that's that's your uh, that's your homework. You can do all those things and be greatly appreciated so for stand under the don't tree and riddle me this this has been your host cole ross this has been ben merkel thank you so much ben and uh just uh, just take it easy this week don't go to jail don't do that
0: make good choices
1: yes